That's my philosophy, man. Like that 98%, you if you're gonna give that right, and sometimes that's a little high, but you always gotta save some percentage for yourself, right? For us, when we came in, we had people that actually cared about helping us mature as just young men and women. Oh, yo, funny story. Hey, apologize for the audience for being late, man. But, you know, I had to take care of some unscrupulous activities. <laughs> How the hell you get hurt pre-warm-up? Not even warm-up, pre-warm-up. Like, know. come on, man. It takes a clumsy-ass shit to get hurt pre-warm-up. Hey. What up, big dog? What up? What up, man? Yeah, I'm glad everything's working okay. Uh, if you, what if you want to call it that, <laughs> everything, well, everything's kind of up and running right now. Everything it's, is, look, everything's bootleg. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's for real. Everything's kind of off. It was funny. Uh, I was watching the video, the intro, and I was looking at our special guest in there, and <laughs> I didn't know she. Was all the, with, with go with the pictures that I put up there or not. So I can't wait to hear her feedback on that because oh, I didn't get approval. None of it might be good. I didn't get approval. Hey, but it, it, yeah, we, we we working. We working through what we got. Coming off of coming off of a TDY, coming off of 365, still on the short tour. It is what it is, man. It, yeah, it's yeah. about resilience, right? That's what we talk yeah. about, right? Sure. You know, gotta make it happen. But it, <laughs> speaking of special, special guests, man, we gotta get in here. You know, we, we definitely added some fire to the team to the family yeah. you know what I mean yeah. it's, been, it's been a long time coming before we decided to extend I think we extended with the right people so oh, without yeah. further ado go ahead and go ahead and bring that special guest slash new family member yeah so I'm gonna bring her right in y'all saw y'all saw her on the intro right brought a female to the team which we always need a female on the team to give us some more diversity and uh, a different thought process on different subjects and also she has some things that she wants to talk about she's been on the show before uh one with Chief Rogers that was a great episode I think that was the first one we did with two Chiefs that was a good good episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, yo, we brought her on and uh, you know what? I'll just wait till she get on to tell her yeah. basically the craziest uh place that we did an interview with somebody. She takes the candle for that one. Uh, but we'll bring her on right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Chief Master Sergeant Jessica, the nice player. How you doing, ma'am? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? We usually have clapping noises oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> clap, clap. Clap, clap. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm well, good, I'm welcome good. to the team. I'm proud to be a member of the team. Well, well, we we went good, went through and uh, was talking about who's going to be a part of the team and who we were going to ask. I know we were talking about we need a female. You were the first name to come up. And I was like, actually, Mike brought you. I was like, you know what? Ask her. The worst she can say is no. And she says right. no, we'll, we'll move on and find nobody else. But uh, we'll go from there. Real quick, let me say something. Chief Counsel is supposed to be on the episode. <laughs> he, he's doing a lot of uh, uh, timing in. I hope he ain't doing while he's driving because I'm gonna call the cops while he's texting and driving because you ain't supposed you, to be doing that. You just snitched. That's fine. That's fine. Play. Oh my god. <laughs> That's oh fine. He better and not so, be doing that. So we got a couple of disclaimers. That's one. Two. I'm oh. just gonna put myself right out on front front street because I lost my Bose headphones temporarily. That's why I look like I'm playing Call of Duty. So let me put myself on front street for anybody else calling me out because I know it's coming. Three shout out to to Dell Brown. We, we we forgot about Brown. He another Every family day. member. Hey, congratulations to him and his family. I know he already put it out on Facebook, so we're gonna put it out to to the UPC fam. He just had his first kid. Uh, what two days ago? A day ago, he just had his first kid. So shout out to him and his family. Congratulations, it, brother! It was uh, yesterday. 
Yeah, well, you know, I'm on a different time mm-hmm. zone, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, it was last night, he going to text me last night, late as hell. I don't know why y'all do childbirths <laughs> at like 2 o'clock in the morning and some crazy times like that. I don't know you why are, that you, happens. You are definitely not a parent. because this, no, no, no. this dude just said, I don't know why y'all do childbirths. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what? That that was terrible, bro. You don't decide when you just hey man, I'm gonna have my kid at 305. That that's not how it worked like that. Well, why yeah, it worked know. like what? You know, sometimes the kid be want to make their grand interest at a thank, certain time. Thank, thank <laughs> we, we we have a we have a mom here, so please explain to him how yeah, this works. Because I don't know. I'm like, what takes so long, man? Just break the microwave when the buzzer goes off and you good. I don't know how this stuff works, man. I'm not gonna lie. I think the funniest story that I had was with baby number three. Because you know, you know the rodeo a little bit, but I was stationed in Yakota Air Force Base and I went to Yakuska. So they had me like stork nesting because she was so big. So mm-hmm. before we were going to the hospital, I was like, yo, I have to eat because I'm not going in there and they're not going to give me anything to eat. I kid you not. They brought us the food at the table at Chili's. I was going back and forth to the bathroom, back and forth to the bathroom. Like <laughs> w- water broke sitting in the waiting room. But I was like, yo, I'm good. I ate. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, when she came out, I'm like, yo, you are nine pounds, 10 ounces. But I was going to eat before you came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, PC, what I'm saying, look, look, you got to do what you got to do, man. You do. You got to do what you got to do, man. Hopefully everything will well. I'm waiting on, waiting on Brown to hit me back. He ain't here. I mean, I know he's doing. He's probably sleeping right now. Phone uh, off, because we ain't that important. And it's either it's either text us back or his wife kick his behind. So I said, bro, turn your phone off, man. I, oh, that's he on do not disturb. Okay, so it's your fault. All right, bet that <laughs> you about to get him fired. Talking about <laughs> bro, you ain't important. He just had a kid, bro. You was you were the last thing on his mind. First of all, I'm out here with him. So if any emergencies come up, I'm the number one call. He called me before he called the cops, called the paramedics, called anybody, called his mama. He called me. I'm the number one call. I got to go check. You are the cop, though. <laughs> right, 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 right. Just, on, just, all, just all base. Just all base. Yeah, just all base. Because yeah, off, base, base, off base, you be snitching, apparently, because you just snitched on D.C., so. I'll yeah, that's right. true. Yeah, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah. But he's supposed to be going here later, so hopefully he get on here later. But uh, Chief, man, I, I don't know what to call you, so I need to figure that out first. I'm always used to calling you Chief, so I'm gonna stick to Chief till you correct me. What's oh, been going on? What's been going on? With no, you? We, I need to hear the correction first. So, like, I am at home, so player, player is fine. There we go. That's you know what? what? We family. So people always get on me about this. Like, since we're family, is Jess. Like, right. if you don't know me, it's Jessica. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. We definitely family. Yeah, definitely. So what's been going on? What's new with you? So I've been in Panama City, Florida for about, what, six months now. I okay. did the child custody assignment. So it has been like a blessing in disguise. Um, I have a fantastic commander. He is prior enlisted, um, prior enlisted maintainer. So like we both really mesh well. The kids, I get to see them every other weekend versus the 12 hours that I was when I was stationed at Dias. And kind of like what I was talking to you all about, just enjoying like watching my daughter, who's my mini me, like evolve into a beautiful young woman. She's excited to go to Alabama State. I'm excited to uh, kick her out of the house, but she's like, I'm not leaving. (laughs) 
So I was like, hey, that's good on me because you can stay there with your dad for a free room and board. But no, the other kids are good. My son is doing good in sports. The two babies be lying to people talking about they still twins. I was like, I <laughs> real twins. Like y'all need to stop. But um, I, you know, grew up a little bit here. I made a post. I think the airman was asking me like, hey, how would you sum up your military career? I and that. I did it by the movies and like Oh, they were like shocked. Yeah, like Columbus, Mississippi, the lady was like BAPS. I said, why are you playing? Some of y'all walk around here like BAPS 2.0 right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, back then, we all, I don't care, you know, we all tested the limits to see, hey, you know, what type of hairstyles can we get away with the hats? Um, yeah, but I just had a great time. I'm looking forward to clicking the button next year in June because, Uh-oh. you know, I don't have any leave. Me and a few of my homegirls, we joke about it, but yeah, I think uh, my leave balance is like eight days. So I'm waiting on that 2.5 to cash at the end of the month. So I can right. for next month. Yeah. <laughs> you, sound, you sound like me. I, I be that dude. I, I was telling my wife and my uh, one of my sons was like, I don't think I had 30. This is the first time I had over 30 days in probably like 10 years. I'm not even lying. Really? Probably like you know, 10 years. But was crazy. My, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, got? no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm about to, in my ahead. defense, my act, my my last stateside base other than Luke was Shaw. So I've been overseas <laughs> back to back to back. You know what I mean? So when we taking leave, we taking 20 days, 25 days because it ain't worth it if you take anything less than that, in my opinion. Um, so this is the first time I had herbal 30 days in like 10 years. I'd be, be looking at my LES just cause. Be excited. Just, <laughs> just, just to see my lead days. <laughs> just to see my lead no. days. Look, I keep lead well, trying to bite my hands. Be like, yo, please let this like cash in. Like when I get ready to return back from uh-huh. lead. Uh-huh. You already know. Try try keep that negative off that off that little box. Yeah. I hey. know. Real quick, shout out to everybody in here. Nicole, appreciate you putting your little comments, even though you're bagging on me. I appreciate it anyway. Keep it up. Oh, you're because said 3.0. I'm with you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Cash, man, thanks for being up in here. Chief, we'll see you in a little minute. Uh, and Grice, man, what's up, man? I see you up in here. Hey, you know what's funny? I ain't never had less than 30 days of leave. I've always been on the user-lose list. And Mike get on me all the time about taking all the time. leave. All I've time. I do not take leave. I can't tell you. The last time I took leave was before my PCS and before that year out. I can't remember. I, I don't remember when or why I took leave. But, you know, people be taking like one, two days here and there. I don't. I'll take like a week. Hey, yo, here's the problem with me. I yeah. always feel like when I'm on leave, I miss something. And when I That's miss it, I'm going to be mad at myself if I missed it. I'm not looking at the last, the next opportunity. I'm mad at the opportunity I missed. We, it's we an internal thing. Yeah, we we did, but I'm we, being we honest. Already, we already had this conversation, so I'm gonna let Jess get her opinion on it because <laughs> you already know how I feel about it. You already know how. I feel. Well, y'all we know y'all people. have carried me through from Keesler Air Force Base to Dias, and you, I will tell you, like I was like you, I hate use or lose from Keesler going to Dias, but baby, I got to <laughs> Dias, and I was like, they talk about you know resiliency and coping, like. I'm sorry. Like I, st- I was like, why are you running yourself into the ground? Like I'm, I don't want to look like tails from the crypt when I retire. And I was like, you know what? It will, it was here before me. It's going to be here after me. So I'm like, I need to take leave. And it wasn't until I realized that y'all know I was sold on retiring and moving to Alabama. Mm-hmm. But I would take that leave for one or two days to go to the mosque in Dallas on a Friday 
And I fell in love with Dallas. Like yeah. when yeah. I tell y'all, I would take maybe that Friday or that Monday just for cushion. But I felt like I just left Dias at Dias. You know, when I was in Dallas, I would visit like Deep Ellum. I would go to Fort Worth. I was down in Red Oak, DeSoto. Like, that's where I think our topic is, you know, burnout. I think yep. you will ruin yourself in the ground if you don't have like healthy boundaries. Yep. And that's what I learned. I was like, they will never be prepared or ready for our absence. But you better make it felt. Man, take that leave. That's it. And like you said, perfect, perfect segue. My, my, you know what I realized too, right? We always talk about uh, leadership, right? And and it's, it comes in different forms. And, and when you talk about this whole leave piece, right? If your troops see you constantly, day in and day out, you're never taking your own time. You never, you never taking that break. You never taking the knee. But they see you in their eyes also being to appear successful, right? To them, okay, that's what I need to do to be successful. You know, let me let. I don't need to take leave. I need to be here be here for every opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I can't miss it because if I do, I'm not going to be successful because they're looking at, if they look up to you, they're looking at how we move as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Hey, I take my leave. I ain't even going to, I, one time I, I was, I took a week. I think my wife was probably like, why you going to waste that leave? Hey, it ain't wasting to me. I read, I sit on this couch and watch. I was, I was big in the walking dead. I'm watching the walking dead for a week straight. <laughs> I watch, I'm, I'm on the couch watching the walking dead for a week straight. I'm good. You know, I, this time you need it. You need yeah. That. I'm going to get into that. Uh, real quick, I wanted to say this thing Jay said, man. What's up, Jay, from uh, us mentoring us? But he said, hey, I know I recognize Big Chief Player. She mentored uh yakota and she was mentor yeah mentor yakota oh i'm sorry i'm sorry mention yakota she was the als instructor hands down the best in the game glad to see you how does that make you feel when you see stuff like that but that's not that's not jay that's not jay from us mentioning us that's 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 not not oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i messed that one up i'm gonna be honest like i really like i talk about that year so much 2013 um to a lot of people but if it had not been, it was the FSS commander, Lieutenant Colonel Grant Vineyard, Chief Sonia Mayo, and it was the first Sergeant Jeffrey Glover. Um, like, it's like crazy. April Fool's Day, I put on tech sergeant. May got a damn letter of counseling. June got a letter of reprimand. And in that same month, I had applied for Palace Chase because that's when they were getting ready to do terror and stuff. Yeah. And then Tony had applied. He got accepted where he could do the early retirement. Everybody on my base had approved it. And then the wing commander uh, was like, hey, even though we approved the AFPC said no, because your career field at the time, equal opportunity, they needed you. And I was like, yo, I'm tired. And then I was pregnant with the twins. But I saw Chief Sonia Mayo and it's ironic now because now I'm a black female FSS chief and I think about her so much but she was like look look gal you talk pretty good um can you interview for the airman leadership school um position I was like I got a letter a letter reprimand you know do you still want me to interview she was like yeah we'll handle it Mm -hmm. so like it was a guy that was also going up for the job and then he was like yo you better know that airman's creed I kid you not. I learned at Amherst Creed in one day. Got in yeah. front of the panel, and then the rest is history. Like they helped me got rid of my letter of reprimand, and then I got in PME in two thousand and what thirteen, and I left um, right when I made chief. And it's been by far one of the blessings that I've had because people look at me, they be like, "Yo, like 
You like a real life Tyrese. You were a tech sergeant. Now you're a chief. <laughs> <laughs> they do exist. I'm like, yo, it's so surreal because that's what I was telling my airman. I'm like, I tested for everything um, except for chief. And they were like, how did you do it? I had my uncle. He was like, you need to stop. He was like, read that book front to back one good time. And he was like, you love spending my money and other folks' money. And I did. So he was like, how do you remember it? So I started like corny stuff. I was like, Operation Just Cause Panama is Operation JCPenney. Um, <laughs> y'all know I, do what you gotta do. So I was like, brain yo, own drink. So that was Benjamin <laughs> O. Davis. <laughs> the pen would be, you know, doctrine is the linchpin of military operations. Like I was in there rapping and yeah. I'll never forget my test, um, the test administrator, Mr. Marvin Dowdale, he's in Montgomery still. He mm-hmm. was like, girl, you was over there sketching on that paper. And <laughs> I was like, I was like, left, right, left for the side that you're supposed to walk on when you're walking with an office. And then yeah. you and got that wrong. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I just look back and like, you know, I'm really going to miss this. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, you know, we've always felt like that underdog and I'm just really tired. I'm tired of, you know, fighting. And I was listening to the women's symposium this week and I forgot the young lady's name, but I took a picture of her and she said, you know, the air force wants servant leadership, but they really want you to have serpent leadership. Mm. And I was like, yo, she Mm. ain't lying about that. Like you want me to be a snake conniving and I just can't do that. Like, it's just not in my DNA and I've never done it. And I've had feedback, you know, from peers and say, you know, hey, you can move a little bit different. But I think PME established like, hey, you know, you have to be OK with the consequences of your actions. And that's why I move the way I do, because I'm like, what's the worst that's going to happen? I mean, I am a chief that got a letter of admonishment, but it'll be on display at my retirement. But I just just believe in speaking up, you know, because what's the worst that's going to happen? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got his AP. Put a disclaimer out there. I forgot. Oh, thank you, God, dog. Give me ten seconds. You got it. But you, you. Yeah, because I gotta protect my DD two. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Anything, <laughs> anything that comes from unpopular celebrities is all unofficial. It's done in the capacity of Pete and Big Mike and not as maintained members. None of the views from us or any of the guests represent DOD or the Air Force as a whole. Sorry about that. I gotta get better on that. It's all good. On. It's all good. We we gotta hold each other accountable. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No, nah, you you one hundred percent right though. You know. How how can we call ourselves leaders if we don't speak up? You know what I mean. Um, for our people, you know what I'm saying. For for the people we we lead, the people we supervise, the people we sit over, like we have to. That's how you fight for them. You know what I mean. Um, I, I don't. That I think what she said is extremely powerful, right? But the question is, is it is it is it AF or is it the people that's in AF that makes you operate that way? You know what I mean. And I think I think a lot of times it's it's the people, right? Because you get you get people that get one track mind and they only want one thing right and it's what that was best for them you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying and i think like a couple episodes back we said uh if everybody came into a new unit a new group a new wing with the mentality of what can i bring to this unit group of wing to make it better i think we'll be all right right but then you get a large percentage of people that move somewhere and they say uh how can I get here? And what what can I get out of it? Right? What what what's going to help me promote when I get here? Right? So when you get the masses thinking like that, or you get a lot of people thinking like that, then now comes that serpent leadership. You know what I mean? Because now I I see you as food versus a teammate 
that I can help and that can help me uh, help this unit. You know what I mean? Or help these people. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's my philosophy on. It. I think it's I think it's the people. Man, yeah, Nicole just people. Nicole just said the people is too. I think I'm the other way, man. I really think it's the environment because I don't remember it being like this when I was just coming in, or maybe I just wasn't around the same topics in the same conversation I am now. But I remember everybody helping everybody. Now, you know, Mike, when we first came in, and I think, Jess, we all came in around the same years, maybe a couple years apart. uh, It was the war was kicking off and everything. Everybody's really just focused on readiness, 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 and being ready to go to war or to support the people going to the war. And that meant working extra hours or working extra days. I never heard anybody complain or anybody saying, you know, no, I can't do this because this. So that's how I grew up for the first maybe five, six years. After that, it seemed like a big shift in what was going on and especially how promotion happened. Uh, (laughs) Promotion messed a lot of things up as far as people's mindset and what gets people promoted. Um, I think it's I really want to say it's the environment, man. The environment we put people around real quick. I got to do this. What's up, uh, Chief Woods? I see you in here. Just want to give you a shout out. Uh, And Darian, I hope your fingers. All right. I see you in here as well. Go ahead, Mike. But you, who make up the environment? We make up the environment, right? I, you know, again, that's how I feel. We make up the environment. Um, but I'm saying the environment dictated how the people act. So, I mean, jail is kind of the ideal way is that people, how people react. The environment makes up how people react and then people kind of move within that wherever they're at. So if the environment's messed up and the environment's not right and the environment is pushing this on us, people are going to figure out how to act in that environment. That's how I feel. Yeah. Sometimes you'll have those individuals that, I mean, you'll see it upon arrival and they'll be like, hey, some just ain't right here. Um, And I've walked into a few units that were like that, but it's almost standing firm in your convictions. And I think the thing that I've learned to balance right now is like how to be neutral, but then deliver feedback that's necessary. Like the environment is like... So FSS, personnelists, they're like plugged in a lot of units around the base. Mm -hmm. And I had a disagreement with a master sergeant. And normally I would be like, okay, on the phone, but she had me on speaker. I had her on speaker in my office. And then her commander had chimed in, you know, just in the back. I'm like, yo, like, how you not going to let me know that you have your unit commander right here? But it's like, how do I educate people to stop? Like just because you have operated this way does not mean it has been a quality. So that's the problem. You have so many people that have been to these installations for so long. And it's like, well, it's always worked like that. And I'll be the first to be like, well, who has told you that it's quality? So let's Mm. take a step back and be like, hey, what can we do better now that we can collaborate and compromise? But when I tell you, like I had a person that is experienced and ready to go into CSS, they're just a senior airman. They argued me down because they were like, well, we want an NCO. Hey, do you want or do you need? Do you need someone to effectively run your CSS or do you need someone to supervise? And, you know, I'm being difficult. No, I'm trying to make sure you understand, like, know your role, shut your hole and let me do my job. But, you know, I can't say that. So (laughs) I'm trying to finesse my words and be like, look, help us help each other and stop being so territorial as well. That that's big. And Chief Chief mm-hmm. Robinson, go back to that real quick. Pete. My bad. Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh, the one above that." Other, yeah, no, no, right here. If we all treat each other like people and not rank, it'll get better. And it starts with us, one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? And and again, that's where that's where we we segue like to the burnt. Go back to the burnout piece, right? You got people 
that's only focused on again, you know, what 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 can I do or what can I get these people do that's gonna make me shine brighter, right? Not not how am I making these people, not everybody, right? It's a select few, you know, or what you know, how can I get these people to maneuver to where I need them to maneuver to show that I'm leading them, right? Or what can I get out of these people? Not how can I make these people better, right? So in turn, you so focused on what what that person wants, right? Now you working these people to the point where they smoke, right? Now you start hearing, I'm tired, you know what I mean? Or I'm ready to get out, you know, or I'm I'm about to uh uh hit the button. You start hearing this conversation because people we we always talk about only being human, right? We are all human, period, point blank. Everybody has a breaking point, everybody gotta take a knee, nobody's perfect. We never will be, right? But if you got somebody that's all that's trying to take the pieces of everybody else's puzzle to make them whole, right, and not vice versa, it's ball game. Let me let me get to all these comments. And Mike, there's something in here I'll get to on the end that uh, I want you to hit on because it's pretty good. Uh, let me see. I can't see the name. Patrick said, "Hey sis, Jessica D, nice player." Uh, Chief Robinson said, "It's really." So simple. Sad so many people get it wrong. I agree. It really is simple, but I don't know why people get wrong. Mike, this is what I'll get into with you because Jay said, I'm going to try to get this. I can't really see. You want me to do it? You want me to do it? There we go. Thank you. Uh, Why don't you let me practice? Why don't you let me get better? Because you said I'm going to try, but I got your back. Here we go. What kind of wingman would I be if I didn't have you? Mess up on one word and make it better. Hey, call me out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I want you to, so it makes me feel better. Go ahead. All right, all right, I'm gonna say this, bro. Big Mike, I said that back. <laughs> there you go. I got you your back. So bro. obvious. <laughs> all right. He said, "Big bro, Mike, I took your perspective and been giving that 98 percent and be keeping my one to two percent because you know how burnt out I was due to the environment we were in. Miss your big bro. Take that knee, family first. Um, What's the 98 percent? That's my philosophy, huh? Well, go ahead, go ahead. You're about to tell you. Tell me. Go but ahead. that's my philosophy, man. Like that 98%, you if you're gonna give that right, and sometimes that's a little high, but you always gotta save some percentage for yourself, right? Because again, I, I always try to equate it back to the people that's watching me, right? And I take that from if it's two ways, and, and just you being a parent too, we gotta watch how we move in both environments, right? Because again, if I ain't taking leave, my people seeing that. If I'm staying every night till eight, my people mm-hmm. seeing that, right? So I'm who they if if I'm who they're trying to be to them, this is what I need to do. Right. But if they watch me, hey, on that Friday, we ain't nothing going on. I hit the op soup. I hit the cat, the DOA, sir. You got anything for us? Me and my people going to bump out. We're going to go bowling. Right. Everybody know bowling is my thing. We're going to roll out. You know, we're going to we're going to go get dinner together. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to you got to put that in the, in, in the game, man, because if you don't, then people going to think me smoking myself out is the way to be, bro. And it mm. can't be. Right. If I like I me, my people know once we once we in there, if I hire somebody new, welcome to the family. Right. Because that's what we are, bro. You you this, you just stepped into a family. I'm going to treat you like my own. And I hope you do the same. Right. Be it me holding you accountable or you having to call me out. Do that because that's how we all going to get better. You know what I'm saying? But if, if, if I'm just focused on getting the work out of you and working you like, quote unquote, a dog. Right. Um, what am I really doing? You know what I'm saying? And even me working myself like that, what am I really doing? I'm, I'm giving a false sense of what I want these people, what these people should be. Yeah. Teacher said uh, rank has power and sometimes power corrupts, man. Amen to that, man. I've seen that a million and five times. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> and we'll probably keep seeing it as it goes. And, that, and, and let's just be specific. We're not just talking about the military here. This is happening all over and probably everybody's organization, everybody's whatever. It's not just the military. It's all over the place. So we understand it. It's just having this conversation, trying to get our minds right that you're not the only one out there going through this stuff. And this burnout thing is such a big thing. But Jess, maybe you can uh, tell us how do you deal with burnout when you do feel burnt? Or do you recognize it? Or do you rely on other people to kind of recognize it and say, hey, you're acting different. Maybe you need to take some time to step back. Or is that something that you recognize? So I have gotten better because, you know, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2016. So after I learned, like, it is triggered by stress, like, I'm very particular, like, in how I conduct, like, relationships. I have established boundaries. And, you know, sometimes people take it as if, like, you know, I'm standoffish. It's not that I'm standoffish, but I'm always questioning myself, like, if I do this, is this added value to me? Like, my significant other is also my peer. So we're constantly, you know, we have those government phones and we have our personal phones. But when we're together or it's after a certain time, like we both cut off work at six o'clock, like unless it is an emergency, you know, mm. like there's right. just certain things that you have like you have to learn to establish those healthy boundaries. And like you made fun of me um, for the. the oh. <laughs> I'll never forget. I think I was online with you. Chief yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I was in the mail shop. I was like, yo, like I truly believe in self-care. <laughs> Sundays, like that self care Sunday, I'm gonna eat me a good brunch. I'm gonna put my mask on my face. Like, I'm gonna go get these dogs done, these nails done. But I just think we take care of everybody else so much that sometimes we neglect ourselves. And, like you said, like even co parenting with my ex, like he took a trip just for himself. And, you know, we were tag teaming with um, my kids. And for my kids, that has been like something that a lot of people said that they admire about Tony and I is our ability to co-parent. Because, again, I got to make sure that he doesn't burn out as the single parent at the home while I'm still serving um, to complete my time. But, yeah, burnout, you just got to have those genuine relationships with each other so that, hey, when somebody does tell you, like, you don't take offense to it either. Right. Yeah. Right. right. I know me and Mike has sat down a couple of times like, bro, you need to take some lead. And we kind of talked about that. And he'll he'll be the first one to say, and he hasn't just said to me, he said to a lot of people recognize that. I have a hard time recognizing because when I see somebody grinding, I'm like, yo, I'm thinking you're doing your thing. Go ahead and keep grinding. And when the wheels are about to fall off, I feel like you're going to recognize it yourself before I say anything. But maybe I need to take a different approach and, and kind of say something to him. <laughs> and, and say like, yo, take some time. Yeah, because... We 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 all got different levels, right? Of wheels falling off. You know what I'm saying? Like your you, your breakdown might be totally different from mine, and the time frame could be totally different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why we always talk about that circle. The people you keep around you is important, right? We we get so locked into thinking if I got everybody around me agreeing with me, and nobody and if everybody around me won't tell me that I'm wrong, right? They're not going to disagree with me. That's my circle. That's not your circle. Right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want the people that stand next to me to say, bro, you're slipping. Right. Hey, take that time off. What you talking about? That don't make no sense. Like, I need those people around. Me, right. I don't want you to always agree with me. I don't want you to always be, you know, you know, that that yes, man, that north and south. I don't need that. What you, I do. I do not need that. Most people probably want some people want that, but you don't need that. Right. You we have to be able to tell the next person hey man like you gotta get right like you're not right you know what i mean it's because you're doing more helping than hurting you know what i'm saying 
I think, you know, when people agree, it's just like candy. Like, it tastes good, but it's going to mess up your teeth if you keep eating it. You know what I mean? You yep. need to <laughs> you yep. need to get something else in your diet somewhere. And all those greens and everything don't taste good going down, but they're going to help you later on. It's those are people funny. that, right, those are people that kind of di- not disagree with you, but just going to make sure you thinking correctly. I shouldn't say yeah. disagree all the time, but just making sure you're thinking correctly all the time is actually yeah. really good. I did my emotional intelligence certification earlier this week and it speaks to that too. Like some of us, and I hate to say this, but you know, when you have experienced life or significant events in your life, it builds your mental toughness. And, you know, sometimes we don't take a step back to be like, Hey, what could I have done better or different in situations that don't always go good. But like you said, even with, the people that we keep in our circle, you want, like, I'm like you, Mike, I need people that's going to counter me. Cause you know, in my other life, I can be a prosecutor. Like I, I can act like a leader sometimes and go back and forth, but sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to go back and forth with you, but I do need those type of people to be like, yo, Jessica, you know, pump your brakes. I don't think you need to do this right now. So let me ask you, as you got higher rank, was it was it harder to find people like that in your circle and not people that are just, I don't want to say kissing your ass, but just people just telling you what you want to hear? So my circle will tell you. So they, my circle is from a tech, retired tech, all the way up to a retiree. And my circle is so diverse because like my retirees, he constantly calls me like we have our chat like every week just to remind me like, hey, what was your goal? What do we think about when you first came in? Education, take care of other people, but do your time. And, you know, I think when I did make rank, I almost I'll say like when senior came so quick, I started to let other people get in my head to be like, oh, you know, you could be a command chief. You could be <laughs> chief master of the Air Force. And, you know, for a minute, you'd be sitting back there and you'd be like, you know, maybe I can. But then deep down, you know, after I started to sit with myself, I was like, yo, you got me messed up. I'll be on the cover of the Air Force Times <laughs> with a meme of Nene Lee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I know me. So it's like, I need to be mindful. And I think a lot of people have to look at it from that perspective. Like, I keep a notebook. And in that notebook, it's like quotes and goals, too just to make sure, but my, my circle, and even here sometimes, I have to tell people, like, if I'm not in your unit and we were cool from way back when, guess what? You still my girl. You still my dude. Like, I hang out with my peer group. Like, I just turned 38. Like, it's tech sergeants that are older than me that are in my circle, and we kick right. it. But one thing I will tell you is, like, we ain't for to do no Facebook Live, and we ain't for to record nothing. We're going right, to right. enjoy and live in the moment to create moments. But... Right. I think that's the only thing I have changed is like learn to live in the moment. Stop trying to capture everything on the camera. Cause you know, we didn't grow up with that. Man, I think that's so big and you're about to twist this conversation, which is good. No, 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 that's that's good. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the job Morant thing, but I want to put that out there. But anyway, uh, I, I think a lot of people just live for those however long it takes to click the button moments and just say, snap the photo and then, Boom, they they go off in certain ways. They go off in different ways. Like, I'll tell you, me and uh, Brown, we went to the Phoenix Sun game when Durant was supposed to play, and he got hurt. I, first of all, I don't know how don't you start. get hurt in pre- Don't no, start. No, no, no. How, the, how the hell you get hurt don't in pre-warm-ups? How you, not even warm-ups, pre-warm-ups. 
We like, know. come on, man. It takes some clumsy ass shit to get hurt and bring more. Hey, Kevin Durant, we love you. And next question, <laughs> <No>. please. <laughs> <laughs> Next no, question, please. Look, in pre warmups, you go out there, you just shoot a couple jumpers, you do a couple stretches, you might lift a little bit, do some push ups. That's it. You ain't out there trying to do layups and stuff like that, trying to reverses and stuff. Just do out, do a couple 20 shots, and then go back to the locker room, be happy to be on the team. Anyway, that's that's, that's Pete's version of a warm up. I wish KD's. All right, that's but, all I'm gonna say on it. I'm leaving it alone. Go ahead. If KD was in the NBA, I would tell him the same thing because I know more than him. <laughs> but no, I think, but like I said, a lot of people, when they went there, they would go up front where they weren't seeing, sitting at, take a picture, and then go back to their seats. And like, that's the reality. That is what happened because they will share that. Like, yo, if you're sitting at the very top row or the very left-hand corner seat, Fuck it, man. Take a picture of that and be happy to be in the moment. And whoever's going to ride with you will ride with that happiness. But people try to take a false reality of what really happened. And like, even we have pictures where we're all getting a group and like, oh, let's all get together and get in a group and take a five second, 10 second picture. And then poof, everybody just disperses. But when people see that, it's like, oh, that must be the reality when it's not even close to what's going on. And I think right. it sets a false reality. It sets a false perception. And so when people come in units or things like that, come around those people, they think that's what it is. And that's really not. That shit really bothers me. Really, really people, bothers me. Bro, people, we move to a world where people live for likes, bro. You yeah. Know what I'm saying they they live for likes and, and they don't they don't. If you was happy with yourself, if you was happy with what you was doing and what you had going on, you wouldn't care what nobody else really thought. It wouldn't. They need that feedback from Facebook, right? It's different or, or Instagram or something like that. Like it's different. You know what I mean? Like it's a whole different ball game. You know, like like just said back in the day, we ain't have all this nonsense. So I don't want to call it nonsense, but we ain't have all this, right? So we just sat. What you said or who you talked to, those was your people. You didn't care about what somebody on the other side of the world thought, right? You didn't <laughs> even know them. You know what I mean? 100. You could care less. But now people live for likes. You know, if if you don't have that, people put up a picture and somebody don't like it. You know, they probably on the other side feeling like they that picture ain't worth nothing or they ain't doing nothing with their life. Like, it don't matter what somebody else think, right? Just because you got 19 likes instead of 130, so what? You but know? I think, you know what? People really think that because, you know, people will post that they're going to the gym like every I day, do that. I do. That. I, no, no, no. Motivated. I'm not picking on you. I ain't picking I, on you. I ain't picking, picking on you. Cause, no, no, no. Because you're still doing it. So let me get it all out. I ain't picking on you. You ain't <laughs> getting no bigger, but you go to the gym every day. I don't hey, know hey, how much hey, possible. Hey, hey, don't make, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> don't even I, go there. So I just posted my pictures from my birthday, and I. So this is me. Whenever I'm visiting somewhere or traveling, like I don't like to post while I'm there because I'm trying to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And like I felt bad because people were like, oh, enjoy New York, blah, blah, blah. Even my coworkers, they were like, hey, ma'am, are you at work? Are you in New York? And I'm just like, I'm in damn room 242. Like, I, you know, I don't want to feel overwhelmed or over obligated when that's my time. So that's why I did post my stuff late. And I think that's something, again, that I had to learn to put in place for myself so that, you know, you enjoy your time. Yeah, I think that's big. I don't know if people, the younger generation, whatever they're called now, baby boomers or whatever they're called, uh, will ever realize that. Because I think they just live like I couldn't tell you how many times we were out somewhere that somebody would just click a picture, Snapchat it real quick and take away from the moment that's going on with the person that you're supposed to be spending with instead of spending with the 
200, 2,000, 2 million people that you have on your Facebook or whatever the hell. Hey, but, but, uh, but, but don't try to, don't, I need you to go back to this gym thing. Cause I want to hear what you had to say. See if you was trying to shoot shots. At what? I wasn't shooting a <laughs> shot at you. All I would say was no. people, people will post the gym thing. And I feel like when they stop getting likes, they'll stop posting it. I feel like they still go, but maybe once they stop getting likes or stop getting the attention they were getting, it's like, oh, why do I need to post that? I think your son came in here and, and posted this question real quick. He said, uh, what is it like being in a... Now, let me let me give a... Uh... All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, no, thought, ahead. I thought I was no. taking the job. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. He said, what is it like being in the military and seeing the rise, seeing the rise social media? I think he messed up, so I'm going to clown him for that one. Uh, what influence has it had on you all's career? Um, that's a good one. Pete, go ahead. I know social media is a big thing for you. So go ahead and take it. <laughs> so I guess, I guess social media has made it so that anybody could, anybody feels like they have a supervisor or they have somebody that they can find information from. So before, when we were growing up, I had a trust on what my supervisor said, what the NCO said, until I found time to get on a computer somewhere or get on, get inside these regulations and look. Now, all I got to do is ask a question on one of these forums. And I'll tell you, if you don't get the right answer, you will get a answer within minutes or seconds about anything. So it took away my ability because what, what will happen is people will come to me, not me personally, but people will come and ask a question. Then they'll follow it up on Facebook or whatever, Instagram, whatever, to feel if this is right. We didn't have that opportunity. You took what, and trust me, some of my supervisors has failed me miserably because the stuff they told me, I realized, look back and look later, was wrong. But for that day, two days, two weeks, two months, however it was, that's that was what it was. That's what it was. And that's where I followed. And that's what I did. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, but now people don't feel like they need that anymore. They can just reach out to somebody. And it's funny, you will trust somebody you never met before or never know what their answer is than somebody right in front of your face. It's so funny how that's what social media, I think if I were to bottle this up, has done. You'll trust somebody that you never met or don't know than somebody right in your face in the same career field. What you think, Josh? I think it's an avenue of being heard too. So like, I can honestly admit, I think for us, when we came in, we had people that actually cared about helping us mature as just young men and women. Um, you have so many people that will put it on Facebook or Instagram because they're not feeling heard by the people that's in their work environment. Mm. And I can attest to that, you know, there are times where it's not that you're looking for the, the right answer, but you're looking for different perspectives. And I think that's what the social media has done for individuals in the military, because sometimes depending on how you were raised, you're also combating the way that you were raised when you first come into the military. And I always tell people that because you have to be mindful that a lot of us come from strong upbringings where just because you tell me that doesn't mean like it's true. And I do have a saying, like I tell the people in my unit, like if it ain't on paper, it's vapor. And they laugh, but I'm like, it's for real because words have meaning. And even when we read the AFI, it'll say like shall or will or should. Those words are interpreted by so many people in so many different ways. But I think the influence that I've just seen from people, period, it could be positive and negative. I remember um, Tech Sergeant Love, like that situation right there just spiraled out of control, like in a matter of 
30 minutes. And I remember it was like on the weekend and just from the EO community, we were all going back and forth, you know, in our chats, like, hey, do you see this? Like, is it real? But that's the power of social media. And obviously this young lady is no longer in the military, but it's it's just not like it used to be back in the day. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm in the middle. You know what I mean? It's like you said, Pete. I feel like it's benefits to it because you can get that many perspectives, right? Because you can reach out to so many people and hope that what you're getting back uh, is positive, right? And a, and a lot of times it is. I, I've, I've seen it. I've been one of those people. You know what I'm saying? Just and a lot of times I might be in my room. It's might not. I'm not about to go to the office. Get on the get on uh, online. Pull up the AFI. I don't have it in my room with me, right? So I might hear, hey, somebody know this question real quick. I'm I'm trying to deal with just that the third. Uh, I'm, I'm I think I know it, but I want to make sure I'm sure. You know what I mean? And somebody got back to me. Uh, um, one of one of my uh, my uh, I think it was. One of the people I know from past when to join the Air Force, I'm like, all right, let me find a recruiter in that area. Hit the mm-hmm. recruiting form. Hey, who's the, who's local in the area? Boom, I got the information. So I think it's cool to have that type of access to information um, at the palm of your hands, right? But it's a gift and a curse like most things, you know what I'm saying? Because now you've got people that they may not even have put that problem out in their immediate area, right? They may just go straight to social media with it just because they're looking for some attention. And that person might know they're wrong, right? But they're just looking for that one or two people to agree with them to say, all right, let me, let me, I got these people to say I'm right, I'm good. So right. I think it's a gift. Right. I think it's a gift and a curse, man. Um I think you yeah, you're right. I think it's good. And I think it also shows like it shows me what people like in Barksdale are doing, security forces in Barksdale are doing, which is pretty cool. It showed, like, I just seen the thing in Kadena with Chief Woods had the uh, command chief of the day and the different, she took him around to the security forces squadron and was looking at the different uh, equipment they have over there. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So that stuff, I think is good. When people go on social media just to complain or or find people to validate how they feel, that's when I think it just goes to the left. Because, I mean, we got what 300 billion people three billion whatever it is in the world you'll find somebody agree with you they might be the craziest person in the world but you'll find somebody agree with you uh let me get to these comments real quick uh posting late is a real thing but that call that's because we we are old heads now jessica d nice player i still got a picture of mike denson in pr is that puerto rico Puerto Rico, baby. We in the national. Oh. That's what we do. <laughs> How's it feel? Oh, if you got that, if it's any kind of corruption in that video or picture, can you send that and we'll put Bro, that out there? So <laughs> nobody's, nobody's sitting there with no corruption, man. You're the fans no, for real. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, Big Boss Lady, I'm using that quote if it ain't paper, it's paper. She said that on one of the old uh, episodes, so I'm mad that you ain't a, a loyal subscriber. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a loyal subscriber. <laughs> You're a fool, man. <laughs> yeah, hey. I agree with Cash. Those comment sessions will tell you a lot, 100%. 100%. Oh, no. so, yeah. A loyal subscriber. <laughs> you really need, don't be pushing people away, man. No, 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 I ain't doing that. I'm just joking with you. Look, Jay, I'll have you some more scenes real soon. You know? Oh, any, I think anything <laughs> 2 Chainz says, she going to go ahead and quote what 2 Chainz. I was probably hey, going to hey. quote 2 Chainz yet. 
Look, look, I spoke to Amon because he had me dying. He was like, people keep hitting me up talking about you be quoting two chains. I said, and I do. I said, <laughs> it's everybody's problem. I said, I go to the mosque on Friday. I'll yeah. chill out on Saturday and I'll turn around and go to church on Sunday. Like, what is the problem? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, do what yeah. makes you happy. Man, we yeah. got to do We got to do what makes us happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, it's been in a long time, and I'm going to say that it makes me very proud, or makes me proud every time I see you winning. Oh, that's what's up. Hey, what's up, Baps? That's what's up. Thank you, I appreciate Nikki. it. Yeah, that's I know, awesome. But sometimes, you know, you, and I, that's all I want to see is us thrive. And I'm not just talking about us as Black from the Black culture, but I just think sometimes those of us that haven't had like good people to pull us in, like I'm working with a young lady right now who, and it breaks my heart because, you know, she's still a first term airman um, daughter. She was, she's a single mom, but her daughter was born with a skin disease mm. and the baby like uh, African-American, but lost her pigmentation due to this flare up with her skin. She couldn't even drink normal milk. And what happened was the young lady ended up being in uh, inpatient treatment. And when the EPR season came around, she got a referral instead of none rated. So this is the type of stuff that is happening in the Air Force. And then we sit up here and, we, you know, are we positioning ourselves to read? Like I tell people all the time, like I may joke about it and say reading Rainbow was free on the public broadcasting station for a reason. <laughs> But people do not like to read or go outside of themselves to help somebody else. And that's the biggest thing is like it takes time, energy and effort. But it all people, are, my airmen, my people are like, well, you know what? We know you busy. And I'd be like, yo, if you only knew what my life looked like after work. And, you know, it's intentional because I have lost people. I think we all have lost people to, that are close to us. But I stay at five o'clock intentionally because it just helps me remember, hey, this is the end of the day when the national anthem plays. Like, I just remember those people that are no longer here with us. And it's just I just wish sometimes that level of commitment was with other people. Like you said, erase trying to get ahead, because when you forget about trying to get ahead, that's when it comes and you be shocked. And I tell people, you know, you you want to be a chief, but do you really want to be a chief? Because it ain't for the faint of heart. Like if you right. want to be a position, that's one thing. But if you're really trying to be a real chief, that takes time. It takes energy. It takes you being a facilitator of resources for other people. It takes you networking. It takes you trying to look at a disease, not just the symptoms of people's issues. And I think a lot of people just get stuck on that. Like, let me fix this symptom. But I'm like, it is a disease sometimes with our people. And this only reason I found out about this young lady's problem is because she had financial issues. And I'm just like, had I not found that out, I probably wouldn't have known about all the other layers that she had been dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you said an interesting thing about uh, do you really want to be a chief? How do you figure out? looking at somebody or talking to somebody if they really do or if they just like you said they just some people just want the position just want to have it want to wear it and i think that goes for any rank i mean i think for you know airmen going to nco i think that's sometimes a big thing do you really want to be nco or do you feel like it's just, you've been in long enough and other people have been nco so now it's your time or do you really want the responsibility of being that but from a from the highest ranking enlisted person 
How, what do you do with that? How do you, how do you know if somebody's ready for that? It's some of us that are truly functional. Like they're good at their job. They're good at policy and procedure. But then you really have those people that we really give like a lot. Like we really want to see other people like survive and thrive. And I think that's where I get torn because you have so many people who have these goals that they want to achieve. But my question is, at what cost? And that's why I said, do you really want to be a chief? Because if you really want to be a chief and I ask people, a chief is a person in my eyes that you're going to find a way. You're going to find a way to make sure that the mission gets done, but not at all costs. So you're going to find a way to make sure that this person issues is addressed, but not at all costs. So that's what I constantly look at. Like, can I suck up my personal, you know, insecurities and help mm. this get to where they need to be. And that's what I focus with. Like I had got heartburn one time and I told my significant other this. I was sitting on a panel and then the person was like, hey, you know, I look at the chiefs group like a sorority or a fraternity. And because I am a member, I, I was like, look, I have to honestly disagree with you. I said, I've walked into rooms with my peers and sometimes it was like, oh, let me look at that chest and let me look at the name. Oh, if a star's not on that chest, you know, you're a little peon. Oh, where do you work? Are you a squadron SEL or you're a group chief? And for me, that has been my experience. But when I went, I can wear my letters in the airport. I can see an AKA from across the way, a Zeta like Sigma Gamma Rho, and they're going to be like, hey, how you doing? You can't pay that in this environment. So that's why I look at it the way I do. And I wish that type of camaraderie was there. Like we lost it. And when we lost it, honestly, is when we start putting so much emphasis on promotion. And that's why I try to encourage people like the Force just wants you to think about like the price is right. The yodeler, like you're supposed to be constantly growing I can't tell people enough. Like I am a mom of four kids. I didn't do that senior enlisted joint PME. I didn't do that professional management cert, but I was willing to sacrifice that. And I still was able to make it under 20 years. But mm -hmm. again, like what are you willing to sacrifice? And I had to get on my daughter. Like you said, like, had I, you know, let them move with me, this would have been three high schools for her in four years. And I said, the secret to sacrifice is that one person is always in a position of unhappiness. And I said, I was unhappy being away from you. But I said, I'm so happy that you, like I said, you were in the sixth grade when we made it to Alabama and you get to graduate with the same people. I said, that is what brings me joy. That is what brings me happiness is that you didn't have to be at my retirement next year. And I had to apologize to you. I'm apologizing for myself because all I wanted was stability. Yeah. Now, I can, that's I can. what I mean. Like as a chief, like there's sacrifice. And again, you have to be able to pivot, like which one is more important for you at this time. Yeah. I, I think that's on all levels. Can you hear, can y'all hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay. I think well, that's on all levels. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I switched. Uh, I switched. Yeah. That. I, <laughs> Somebody yeah, called me. I had to get off and then get back on. Go ahead. <laughs> he didn't know what you wanted to say. Nah, somebody, hey, go ahead. I got you, man. I got you back, man. Hey, I ain't call you out. Why you gonna come at me? But anyway, um, 
I feel like you did but this now, somehow. You must have sent her a text or something. Like, call them out real quick. It's always my fault. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but now nah, I can feel you 100% with that sacrifice, especially with you talk about with your daughter. You know what I mean? Because if I'd have had it my way, I, I wouldn't have took this short tour. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I told myself, I promised myself, and I don't know if I ever said these exact words to my kids, but I did not, I don't, I did not want us to interrupt high school years. You know what I'm saying? Because that's gotta suck for you to be you not be able to end school with the people you started it with, right? Because you know that freshman class, you make it all the way to that senior class, and that's like yeah. the greatest thing. I, I made it to this point with the people to the left and the right of me, right? Um, so like you said, where that sacrifice at, like take this short tour, it sucks. You know, missing the prom, you know what I'm saying? You're not not being there throughout two senior years, you know, but it's like, do I do I put my happiness first or do I sacrifice the fact that my kids stay where they are? You know, what I mean, my family stay where they are. They get that stability a little bit more versus take them out and then they got to finish with people they don't know, you know. Yeah. Um, but it goes the same way again, like with your people. You know what I'm saying? Are you willing to you got leave? You got leave in the books. But your troop needs this leave, right? You know what I mean? Am I am I taking my leave back to let my troop go? Because mentally they need to get away, right? Or am I, oh no, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna take my leave. You gotta wait till I come back. Like you said, that's those sacrifices, but I think it happens at, at all levels. Um, and you you know when you see how people move. Cause I mm. you can you can tell me whatever you want to tell me, right? <laughs> but what you do and how I see you move is your is, are the real words. I don't care what you say. I need to see what you're doing, right? I don't care. I had somebody tell, oh, I'm not trying to get promoted. You know, it's my, the fact that you even got to put that out there and I didn't ask that yep. speaks volumes. Yep. But then, okay, I see you saying that. Now let me watch how you move. How you moving says something different. So I'm believe your actions. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and I think that's how you know when people ready, when you can, when you can tell they never, they never, you watch them not looking for it, right? I just watch them being them. I watch them taking care of people and I watch them get the job done. And that's that's what you see. That's their main focus. I'm a, I'm putting it out there. No, you know, a lot of people, I got a lot of texts. Hey, you OK? I'm good. No, I didn't make senior, but I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? I want to take care of my people. If everything I'm doing up until this point gets me that call or that or those Facebook notifications. Hey, congratulations. Without me knowing, I'd rather it that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm not about to be out here uh, chasing it, killing myself or killing somebody else. To get it, I'm I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? My people good. I still get messages inside my inbox to say, "Hey, sir, I appreciate what you did for me five years ago." I'm good off that. You know what I mean? Like I, the rest of it, if it comes, it comes. If it don't, it wasn't meant for me. You know what I mean? But we can't sacrifice our people at the you know at the expense of trying to get some shit that ain't meant for us. Yeah, I. You know what? I will say, it means a whole lot more to me when somebody hits me up and says, you know. Hey, did you make it or sorry you didn't make it? And lets me know than the people who do. Cause I tell you, when you make it, people come out the woodworks. It's like, man, I ain't talked to you in five years. Like, although I appreciate it, you know, thanks. It's like, bro, like, am I going to hear from you next time? The next time I'm here from you is when something good happens in my life. Like, are you in my life just for the trophies or are you in my life for everything? And if you just in my life for the trophies, like, man, I got Facebook for that. Like, I don't need you for that. You could just be a Facebook friend and we'd be cool. But if you in my life and have my number, like, I expect that we be some kind of connection that you just ain't hit me up when good shit happens. Uh, real quick, I want to say this, man. Dale tuning in from the recovery room. So, uh, yeah, Yeah. congratulations to Big Dale for the baby, man. Uh, I text you and you ain't text me back. Uh, so I'm still waiting for you to text me back. 
I don't give a damn if your shit's on do not disturb. Mine hey. better go through. Hey, you better hey. call the first, you better call first net and tell them something wrong. Brown, don't listen to him. You're gonna be your wife gonna leave the your wife gonna leave that, that hospital and go home, and you're gonna be sleeping at that hospital. hospital. <laughs> don't listen to him, bro. That, hey, Look, cut Pete off. If he can motherfucking get on here, he can text me back. No, no, no. Hey, hey, Brown, put Pete or do not disturb, put me or do not disturb <laughs> until you until you're ready. <laughs> Anyway. Hey, congrats though, bro. Congrats, man. Yeah. Let us know if you need something. Well, let me know, but I'm, you'll be on do not disturb when you let hey, me I know. Got, I, got people, you I, got, I got people everywhere. We ain't got, got people everywhere, man. I'm quicker. But anyway, anyway, one last call. Anyway, yeah, so uh, I guess last kind of question to kind of close this out uh, about feeling burned out and everything. When's the last time you felt burned out and what'd you do about it? Was it just take leave and that was the answer, or when was it? And you ain't gotta get specifics if you don't want to. But Big Mike, we'll start. Or Jess, we'll start with you. So for me, is um, last year when my airman ended up committing suicide, and I think that just took the icing on the cake for me um, because honestly, I was still reeling from my cousin when he committed suicide in 2020. So I think I think I got burnt out from my superficial understanding of the Air Force. And I just needed to take a step back. And that's why I think I did. I started going to behavioral health and um, mental health. So I have a circle um, of colleagues, women that I went to school with for my master's and they are licensed. So they plugged me in with different um, individuals. And that's how I found out about Telemine. It is for it. And it's so crazy. One of my colleagues is actually one of the counselors. And she was like, hey, you're in the military and TRICARE offers this. And I was like, what are you talking about? So that was my first time I heard about um, heard about Telemind and it's virtual and you could plug from seven days a week anytime. And I just constantly plug in from the mental health perspective because I did have really bad anxiety um, just always on 10 because, you know, just trying to pay attention when someone says that they're good and they're really not good. I did. It's like, Hey, do I dig a little bit deep and figure out what's going on? But two, I had got compassion fatigue, um, because I did not want anybody else in my unit to feel the way that he did. So that's what my burnout was like, just trying to make sure that I was there for everybody else. But at that time, I didn't even have anybody that I trusted. And I know y'all did a segment, you know, before on a triad. And when you don't have that triad in place, um, you know, you're trying to muscle a position that needs to also be exercised. And it was a lot. But, yeah, I constantly go to mental health now um, virtually and it has been working. And again, just unplug. Yeah, yeah. You said telemark. Yes, sir. I will put it on the link for us, but it's Telemine. I'll yeah, drop it in the comments. Do that. Yeah, people probably, they definitely can use that. Um, me, um, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I think I felt burnout probably twice out here within this last 12 months, man. And it's because, you know, you know, and I, it, it's life, it's life stuff, right? And uh, I mean, I got, I got one son going through, you know, officer training school. Shout out to him, man. I'm super proud of him. Um, he get ready to wrap that up um, and just, you know, trying to make sure I stay tapped in. I got another son get ready to do, you know, he get ready to go to basic training and join the uh, join the Air Force. You know what I mean? I got a daughter that's finishing out her senior year. Right. On the back end of all of that, we got a PCS in, in May. You know what I'm saying? I'm on a short tour trying to 
maneuver through all of that, figure out times. You know what I'm saying? My wife trying to work her way through GS system and, and you know, keep killing it on that side. You know, and then I'm going, I'm going to have two graduations after I PCS, you know. So it's like trying to do all of that. Keep yourself. I hate this word, but I'm going to say in the game. I'm not going to say competitive. Right. Just keep mm. yourself in the game. Um still be able to tap into the people to the left or the right of you still be a successful leader that makes sure you're not losing any of your people mentally you know what i mean um and still just and still get the job done right so it's times that i you know i might have just been here just trying to figure out all of that in my head out here like how is this time going to work and it's like man i need to pause for a second right because your brain always going and anybody that really knows me know my sleep suck anyway like i already can't sleep so it's like i'm i go to sleep and my i wake up at two in the morning and my brain is going it's like how you know you got this going you got this going how you going to maneuver left and right um so i felt it a couple of times man but luckily we talk about circle Right. I got two partners out here, man. Shout out to Senior Saunders, Shimante Saunders. Um, shout out to JB, Ryan Jackson, Barry. Um, they're my bros on this end. You know what I mean? So it's times we had to tell each other, hey, bro, you good? Take a seat. You know, step back, sit down. Let's go get, grab some food. Um, you know, I got Cash out here. I got Williams out here, man. So, you know, he we've been bros for 13 years in this game. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I got people on this end, you know, as well as y'all on the digital side, uh, to keep me, you know, keep me grounded and make sure I'm on, I'm on top of what I need to be on top of and just make sure I'm not trying to carry too much. Uh, but it, it comes right. We all, per- we all, we all human. We're not none of us perfect. It comes, you know, yeah. what about you, bro? Hey, hold on. Before I go, man, I know we late and we ain't going to have them on long. It is what it is. Go ahead. Man, go. let me tell you. So the last member of our team, his screen just went black as soon as I was about to introduce him. Oh, here, here we go. So last <laughs> member of our team has just came on to the block. Here he is right here, ladies and gentlemen. Chief, I don't know if we can hear you. DC, can we hear you? Can you can you give us a sound check? Yo, mic check, mic check. Yeah, you uh, good. You good. One, two, welcome one, two. welcome uh, an hour and seven minutes and 21 <laughs> seconds late. But you know, better late man, than never whatever, is what man. they say. Look, look, man, later for all that. But first, real quick, hey, player, player, hey, good to see you, girl. Always a pleasure seeing you. You too. Big up, big Mike. Later What's for up, you. What's up, DC? <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, <laughs> yo, 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 funny story. Hey, apologize for the audience for being late, man. But you know, I had to take care of some unscrupulous activities <laughs> in Phoenix. I won't go into it. Unscrupulous? Unscrupulous? Whatever. I don't, hey, whatever. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm about to ask, <laughs> hey, I'm about to ask Alexa. Look, it was some shady activities I had to do, all right? You know what I'm saying? For all you gearheads out there that got cars, you got to get your stuff squared away and legal. So let's just say I had to take care of some things to get myself legal. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And then the next thing is I caught y'all broadcast on the way up here from uh, Phoenix, man. I tell you, that was a terrible road, man. A lot of potholes. But so first thing, Pete, yo, you went on a long rant, man. This long rant you went on about social media or something. Bro, you need a hug or something? Another no, virtual hug for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I thought you were going to start crying for a minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyway, oh, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to get back to the script uh, scrupulously. Uh, yeah. Get back to what yeah. we were yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, not, man. Not like Stephen A. Smith right now. Just using words just to use hey, them. I'm, <laughs> hey, 
when we get off, I'm about to ask Alexa what that means because I need to know. Yo, I ain't got time for this pontification. Just continue (laughs) on. Continue on. Continue on, bro. Hey, uh, Go Jess, ahead, is this a, Jess, is this like a cheap thing to use like words, big words to make yourself seem smarter? Is that like a thing <laughs> that y'all go to school for? Turning, apparently, I've been turning, you know, two syllable words into one syllable and one syllable <laughs> words into two syllables. So don't ask me. <laughs> I was, look, it's DC-nomics, all right? DC-nomics. That's DC-nomics. exactly yeah, right, We all going to have to get on it. But, uh. I'll answer the question, man. I think the last time I felt burned out was, uh, I think when I was in the D, man, uh, that year is a long time and it's Tell a grind. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, and being away for a whole year and uh, even though sometimes it goes by fast, but when it drags, it drags. And yeah. there was a couple times, man, we lost power in the rooms or the air conditioner didn't work or the, the child hall didn't have no food. And, and all those are our first world problems. <laughs> you said what? Don't call us out like that. <laughs> Not y'all fault. Not y'all fault. That was y'all fault. But but uh stuff like that just makes it long. And then when you are not happy at work or with the people you work for, God, I forget how many hours we spend at work. And when you just aren't happy with the people you work with, or even if it's your own not happiness, if you're doing it to yourself. Whatever it is, it just makes time go by so much slower. So, I, man, I'll tell you, but it's a grind. Mike, you know, you know, you're out there for a year. It's like you have minimal times to take leave. Really, if you take leave, where the heck you going to go or what you're going to do? But I know a lot of people who permanent party took leave out there and they went to the hotel and they went there for some self Cleaning, self self care, cleaning, self care. Cleaning. Self care. Self care. They went there for self. They went there for self care, and right. in that self care, they came back and, and you know maybe a little bit more energetic, ready to go. So anyway, last time I felt burned out was that what I did with it, man. I just waited till the time was up, and maybe I shouldn't have done that. I just kind of carried on, and it's about eight months in. I was like, all right, three months, four months left. I could just dig it out, and you yeah. know, I think it goes worse and worse, man. I was just listening to music I shouldn't been listening to, listening to NF. And if anybody knows NF, NF is real depressing with the stuff he's talking about. But oh, when you're in a depressive state and you listen to that, it resonates. It's like, oh, man, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. And, man, it wasn't the time to be listening to NF at that time. But if anybody yeah. knows F- NF, man, uh, he got some real stuff he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, and look at DC. <laughs> I, allow, me, allow me to do some self-cleaning on that comment. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Here we go. Ahead. go. Now, here. Let's hear. <laughs> no, 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 but but seriously, though, I remember when I was in the desert before I took this assignment. We had two deaths and and what I think it was like twenty eight hours. We had one defender got a rest in peace, Sierra five died when he was jettisoned out of an MRAT, and that was my first command chief assignment. And then after that, uh, first email I got from uh, leadership over at ACC and the Air Force was like, hey, D.C., sorry for your loss. Let us know if we can do anything to help you. Cool. Then eight hours later, we had an LRS airman was 
fooling around on the gator inside the um, inside the LRS compound, and it flipped over, and he got killed. So mm-hmm. two deaths and short in 28 hours. And so the first email was like, hey, what can we do for you? The second email was like, what the duck is going on at Kuwait? Mm-hmm. So my first assignment as a command chief, I got two deaths on my hands only 30 days in. And mm-hmm. so that bothered me for like months because I'm thinking like, yo, it's my fault. It's like I've had people pass away in the unit, suicide, unfortunate accidents. But, you know, when you're at that level, you just assume like, yo, what, what did I do? Or what should I have done to prevent something like this? Right. And then it got to a point where I had to realize, like, yo, like, it was just grinding me out for a while. And, you know, I didn't want people to think it didn't bother me, but it hit me after a while, like, yo, I got to find some way to take care of myself. So that's why I went to mental health, got some some help and stuff like that. But I had to realize, like, regardless of the level you're at, you're going to experience some adversity. You're going to have some issues that you don't have any answers for. And you can't control what happens. The only thing you can do is control your response. And the uh, last thing I'll say about burnout, man, I think a lot of times people burn themselves out because they have unrealistic expectations. Mm. They just want all these things for mm-hmm. themselves. And when they don't get it, sometimes when you don't get what you want, doesn't mean the world's out to get you. It just right. means it ain't for you at that time. Right. You know, people always talk about like, hey, you know, for those who didn't make senior, yo, if you didn't make senior, that don't mean you don't deserve it. That just means like, hey, now's not the time for you. And sometimes when you lose, you win. You just don't realize it at the time. Mm -hmm. So I just think folks need to like sometimes readjust their expectation and just realize sometimes where you're at is where you're supposed to be at. And I think players said this earlier, man. Sometimes you got to take self-care and take care of yourself. It ain't all about promotion. It ain't all about position either. It's about what are you doing to take care of yourself and others? All the other stuff is bullish, man. Yeah. Yo, when your time comes, it comes. I'll just say that. Agreed. All right, man. Hey, that hey. one, that whole hour you've been out, this good, man. I like that. I like that. So that was some good self-cleaning? I appreciate that, man. <laughs> Thank you. That was when we said hello. <laughs> that? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Hold on before you do Yo, Kevin Osby in the comments, yeah. the BX guy that has his picture all over the place. Oh, yeah, Yo, he yeah. threw shots at us, talking about security forces, low ASVAB scores. Yo, the three of us on there, all defenders, our ASVAB scores are higher than yours. Pete, <laughs> <laughs> how about that? Hey, okay, we'll just go like that, and we'll just hey, move on. You go, you go. <laughs> no, can we can we get a button so we can we can throw you out the screen? No, no, no. See, I'm the I'm the producer. I'm the director. I'm everything. So I got control of this. Yeah, that's that's where we went wrong, right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, look, Pete. DC, I need y'all to stop starting beef with people, all right? Yo, look, look, hold on. Bye, bye. Hey, Kevin, if you're still on here, we would like to do a show with you. So we'll hit you up later. But yeah, man, we, you yeah. all busted, man. Don't be a hurt, man. Let's do two shots at us, man. All right, Dan was just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I'll see you at Ashley Dallas, partner. I'll see you at Dallas, partner. Listen, Kevin, listen. Let, let, let me put, table. Yeah, let, let me put this out. Kevin Durant, 
Kevin Osby. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Kevin whoever. Mr. Glass. Mr. If your first name is Kevin, I ain't got no problem with you, man. I don't know what's up with these two. <laughs> Look, I gotta retire and find a job after this. I ain't got nothing to do with what they talking about. Oh man! Hey, hey. Uh, we'll end this before we get canceled. Cancel culture about to Look, knock us yeah. out. Jess, any final words? Because you're the only sane one on this thing right now. Hey, y'all about to start? <laughs> going on over here. So, we really appreciate you all um, coming to watch us. Again, Pete and Big Mike, thank y'all for adding myself in D.C. Um, we've been following you all for a while, and I really love the atmosphere and environment that we've created just to talk, share um, perspective. I love the people that drop in the comments, because even after we're done, we always connect with each other. Um but I hope everyone enjoys their self-care Sunday tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is the proper terminology. Did I enunciate clearly, Pete? <laughs> you're right. You're right, man. You're good. You're good. <laughs> oh, 100%. No. Yeah. Mike, what you got? Hey, man. Y'all already know I appreciate being able to lock in on, on my 30 different locations in the last year I've been broadcasting from. I appreciate having y'all, man, surrounding me. I, pe- I appreciate the people in the comments, the people that's supporting, that's been jumping on. Uh, I just, I'm just glad to be here with y'all, man, and be able to serve with people like y'all. And I can't wait to put that big uh, reunion trip together where we all take over Maui and it'd be like 350 people there. And we're just having a good time for some self-care, uh, not the part that, that Pete said. And so we can we can unscrupulously have a good time and, pon- and pontificate on what's going on in my week. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> That's it. Hey, hey, Chief, what you got? DC, I'm sorry, we got two Chiefs. DC, what you got? Yo, much respect for all those in the comments that showed your love, man. We reciprocate at the same time, man. And to play this point, yeah, I appreciate her being on. Yeah, she's the most sane out of three of us. She brings an interesting dynamic to the audience. And yeah. much appreciate you guys having me on, man. Been a long time supporter. You know what I mean? And so y'all won't say it, but y'all see Kevin Osby still talking trash. <laughs> oh my man. god! All right. So anyway, so yo, shout out to all the men out there. Yo, player was right, man. Get your feet down. I'm about to put some lotion on mine. Take him to the day, get my pedicure tomorrow. My, my pedicure. Pedicree. Pedicure. Yeah, you know what I mean? Pedicure. My pedicure. Get my pedicure. Yo, sorry, man, man. There's a lot of self-cleaning going on. I'm finished with y'all, man. I am done. Get my pedicure. All right. Hey, this is why they say when you do interviews, you have a specific time when you cut it off. This Yo, is exactly I, why they say you have a specific laughing, time. Man. Y'all man, are crazy. But, uh, get my pedicure. Yeah, but I'm outside for all the missed things words. Also, hey, I know a lot of people don't know uh Big Mike, you know, but Cash, I'm sorry, man. It was my fault. And I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. But Cash, I see you in here. It's my fault. Uh I apologize for everything that happened. Uh, uh made me better for who I am for everything that happened, but I appreciate it. My fault. All right. So anyway, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we out of here. We'll be on next time. See y'all later, man. Unpopular celebrities, we out. Peace. Peace.